Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Friday to you. It's Friday, July 30th, the day after the NBA draft. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Well, Mark, with the 28th pick, the 76ers selected Jaden Springer. They also had two second-round picks, right? But for the most part, this draft kind of like went with how we we thought it was. Now, I didn't think that they were going to draft Springer, right? I just didn't think that. I, I thought that they were going to go after Primo. But the thing is, Primo went off the book. Josh Primo went, went um, was drafted by the Spurs with the 12th pick. But outside of that, to me, and maybe to you, there wasn't a lot of entry. I mean, now the Sixers did acquire a second-round pick, number 53, and they were able to get Charles Bassey, which is a great pick with that one, right? But there was supposed to be some – We thought some people thought they were going to trade the first pick. Some people thought they were going to trade Ben Simmons. Well, as you said before we came on this podcast, if people would have listened to yesterday's podcast, they would have understood that, nah, it's not happening. <laughs> or at least we had well, a sense it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, we we didn't think uh, any of that would happen. We thought they'd make the pick. We we didn't think Simmons would be traded. And for this simple reason, I think their number one target is Damian Lillard. And I think that until they they definitely know Damian Lillard isn't going to be uh, tra- traded, that I think that they're they're going to hold all their cards and and wait. I, I did not see them rushing or, or try to get any anything done. So. Um, None of none of really what they did surprised me. As, as, as far as Springer goes, in, in my mock draft for the Philadelphia Inquirer, I had him going two picks ahead. I had him going twenty six. So oh, you did. It's, okay. it's, yeah, it's not surprising that that he went in that he went in that territory. And this is one of those that they you know roll the dice and, and hope it's a good upside pick. I I'd be very surprised if he's much of a contributor uh, this year as a rookie. I mean, here's a guy who's 18 years old. He doesn't turn 19 until September the 15th. Um, from what I hear, he's extremely strong. Like, I hear he's, like, strong, like brute strength, one of those type of things. The thing that was impressive now, some people may say he only attempted uh, 1.8 three-pointers a game, right? He shot 43.5% on threes, though. But he only attempted one uh, 1.8 a game. So some people question that. Right now I hear that his uh, mid-range game is on point. He has great touch around the basket. And he's a quality three uh, uh, free throw shooter. Now on a defensive end, they say he's tenacious. He gets after it. So he can develop to be a 3 and D. But when you look at the Sixers, there were two different ways that you can go about it. And I think we talked about it yesterday. You can go out there and you can get a young guy who, you know, you'll spend, he'll spend some time in the, in the G League. He'll do some things. Or you can go out and you can get um, a guy who's ready-made. And, and you know, his, his uh, upside isn't going to be as big because he's older. You understand what I'm saying? Sure, so, sure. So I, I, I like the pick. And, and it just seems like, you know, again, Primo, when you look at him and you look at Primo, like uh, Josh Primo, it's the same thing. Two 18-year-olds 
two guys with high upside. Some people couldn't argue and say, you know, Primo, just because he's you know, more hyped up and, and things like that, and it's a little longer that, you know, that some people may say, well, you know, we can see why he went ahead of him. But, you know, I, I still think that this is a quality pick for the, for the 76ers. I think here's the thing that you like of, of a guy like you talked about, Keith. If you're looking for upside, one thing you like is this guy's, as you mentioned, he's a willing defender. You like a guy coming into the league that has has that mentality that's not going to slack off to Ben. He, as you mentioned, he likes to get to the basket. When I, when I studied him a little bit on tape, though, I thought, I thought his handle was very sloppy. And I, I think that you know, he got away with stuff in the SEC that he's not going to get away with in the NBA. I, I look at him as a combo guard. Um, he could play the point, although I, I'm not sure he'd be great running an offense. He, If you want to look at him and say Tyrese Maxey, Maxey has more explosion. Maxey can beat people off the dribble. This guy, as you mentioned, Springer is, is strong and, and uses his strength. So... There is a lot there to work with, and if you're a team like the Sixers, you can roll the dice at 28 because you don't need someone to come in on the draft, be an immediate contributor, and then we'll see. You know, you see how he develops. Now, here's the thing that the question I have: so you go out and you get him, and you get a Tyrese Maxey type. You know, I was I was talking to somebody today and this morning, and they said, "Do you think that the Sixers got him to trade him?" to include them in the trade. And I, and I said, well, uh, you know, maybe <laughs> I said, maybe like a guy like, cause you know, Tyrese and, and, and I don't want people to think like, Oh, Pompey saying this, but what I'm saying is a guy like Tyrese Maxey is a guy who a lot of teams around the league want. They want him like nice quality, young talent. And you can look at it and you say, well, if we trade Tyrese, then we have Springer. You know what I mean? We still have Springer available. That's that's an excellent point. And if the Sixers want to get a Lillard type, a Bradley Beal type, uh, they're probably going to have to surrender Maxi. So that's that's an excellent point. So as you say, some people say, well, you kind of have two people vying for the same minutes. Maybe they won't be. <laughs> Maybe things will be a little different come September. So that 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 is a that is a very good point. Yeah, I mean, so we'll we'll see, but it's it's going to be a lot of intrigue. You know, it's you know Ben Simmons wasn't moved at the at the deadline. We didn't, I mean, excuse me at the at the draft. We didn't feel like we we thought it was going to it wasn't going to happen. Actually, we I wrote that earlier in the week. But now here's the thing. Now the next to this this whole summer. People are going to be like, "Oh, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening?" So it's going to be a, a little. It's going to be crazy around here. It, re- it really is. But uh, yeah, I think I think nothing happens until we know about Millard. I, I really do. I, I think nothing nothing happens definitively. Um, and until we, until Daryl Morey knows either Lillard is available or definitely isn't available. I concur. I agree. With you, my man, I agree with you one hundred percent. Now, Mark, let's let's talk about these second round picks, right? Um, you know, we were talking about you know Charles Bassey, you know, a guy that they got at fifty three. Uh, everyone talks very highly of him, like he's the guy. You understand what I'm saying, like. 
you know, but I heard that he had some medical that, you know, concerned some teams. But everybody, they all, even those teams, they all talk about, like, he is going to be a quality player. That's a great pickup for the Sixers. You know, right now, I don't know what they're going to do with the White, but it looks like that he could be, you know, a, a pretty good backup center for the 76ers. Keith, I agree. When I when I looked at him, and, and I think what you're alluding to, um, in his sophomore season at Western Kentucky, he suffered a season-ending broken tibula. So, but he came back last year and he averaged over 17 and 11. And to me, the most impressive stat was he averaged 3.1 block shots. And if you look at some of the stuff, he is just a monster defensively. Um, you know, he's 6'11". He's about two. He's listed at, I think, he, at the combine 239. He looks actually a little stronger than that. And he just goes after it defensively. But the other thing, and and I mentioned in the story I did that there have been a lot of Clint Capella comparisons. I think he's he's more advanced offensively than Capella was at that point. I mean, the thing is, he he actually attempted 59 three-pointers this season, and that isn't even part of his game. But he attempted them. Now, he only hit 30% of them. But for a big guy, okay. You know, it's it just showing that he wants to be well, well-rounded. well But around the rim, he is just a monster, both offensively and defensively. He, he needs to be more refined offensively with his moves. And, and he'll do that. But can you imagine playing against Joel Embiid uh, during training camp? How, how much that will help his game and, and everything on I, I agree with you. I, I don't know if he comes in right away and is the backup center for the 76ers, but I, I think at least there's that possibility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. And then the other guy, oh, man, his first name, you know, the Philip, the guy. The guy yeah. From, you know how to pronounce his last name? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you why. Um, I, I would have trouble. I, I'll go with Petruso. Okay. But I, I know I've probably butchered it, but – the thing about him, that, that, again, he's a 6'11 guy. The thing about him that you like is he went to Gonzaga as a freshman, hardly played. The next year, he was a conference player of the year. And then after that, he turned he turned pro um, uh, last season. He was like, he averaged 23 and I think uh, almost eight rebounds a game. So you like the progression. Now, when I saw him, he looks like a, a guy that just loves playing off the pick and roll and going to the basket and everything. He's got a little mid-range to him. He can take the three if he needs it, but he's not afraid in, in going to the basket. The thing I wonder is, and I, the clips I, I've seen of him, the competition isn't like what he's going to be facing in the NBA. So maybe he, you know, he does need another season of seasoning. He's got to get a little bit stronger. But, I mean, there is something to work with there with him. And you know, people like to say, well, could he be another Jokic? Uh, let, let's let's put on the brakes on that. Uh, to, you know, uh, but he has some, some things to work with. And I, and I think if you're picking a 50, and I had said this in yesterday's podcast, why not get a player like that who you could stash and maybe he can improve even more. So I, I like the pick. I, I actually like what they did in the draft. Yeah, I like what they did in the draft, too. But you know what else I really like, Mark? I know what you're going to say. Well, then say it for me. Bill Bar Bars. <laughs> yep, I really, I, I love Bill Bar Bars so much <laughs> that people, you know, 
when when you talk to a built bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their phrase. They got coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange cookie and cream, right? So they have all that for you, all that German chocolate. You know, the thing about it is I like the macros, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only four or five grams of sugar, only four or five grams of net carbs, amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Order today and get your grasshopper cookie or raspberry, whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com. Do it today, people. Do it today. Mark, do you think people get tired of me saying, do it today, people? Do it today. I think I, 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 I kind of think they, they, they expect it now. They like the saying. <laughs> do it today, people. Not tomorrow, today. Do it today. So my thing is, are you interested in seeing the back? Well, you know, here's the back. Well, let's talk summer league a little bit, right? So so the right now, you know, we're going to see a backcourt of Tyrese Maxey, Isaiah Joe, probably, most likely, and uh, and um, and 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 um, and and, and the rookies. Springer. Well, the Springer. Springer, not not Springer. I'm, yeah. thinking, I'm thinking about. I'm, I was thinking about. I'm thinking about like somebody else to go with, him, but but Springer, yeah. But I don't know. See, the reason I'm thinking about Springer, like, do you start Springer? Do you bring him off the bench? Do you go with a three-guard offense? Like, for instance, Springer could be, you know, Springer could be the two-guard and and Isaiah Joe could be the three. I mean, what do you think? What are you thinking? Well, what I would do from the Sixers' point of view, they know what they have in Maxie. He can just only improve. I would, I would get um, Isaiah Joe and uh, Springer – as many minutes as I can, because those guys don't figure to maybe get get the minutes when the real games start. Mm-hmm. So I, I would get those guys as much playing time as I possibly can. Uh, same same with Bassey. I I would I would keep him on the floor till his tongue hangs out and he's tired. You know, because those are the those are the three guys that I I'd really like to see, and also you know Paul Reed as well, just to see where his progression is at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, B-Ball Paul is going to definitely play. You know, it's funny. I think B-Ball Paul is going to stand out. Seriously, I think he's going to be a star in Summer League. You know, I just do. Like, if that's that type of – I mean, think about it. He was the MVP of the G League, right? I think he's going to be a star of the Summer League. You know, Keith, there were a lot of people that wondered why when – when um. Doc Rivers had to go to Mike Scott as like that third center when Embiid was hurt or something. Why they didn't go to instead? And I'll be honest with you, I I do too. Now I I think that Doc Rivers was worried about defensively and things like that, but I, I think that he's he. This is another guy that you want to see what the progression is in his in his second year uh, with the Sixers. So I would expect him to. Get a lot of minutes in Las Vegas. Yeah, I expect him to too. I think he's going to uh, play well. I mean, you know, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what 
what Bassey can do, you know, Springer. Um, and, and like you said, Isaiah Joe is going to be big for him. You know, there are going to be some other guys that we're going to see and, and see what they can do as well. But, um, you know, it, it's weird, though, Mark, because it just seems like, is it just me? But, okay, the NBA season just ended with the, with the championship. So now we had the draft yesterday, and then the Sixers head to uh, well, free agency starts on Monday, and the Sixers head uh, have a uh, summer league training camp on on Wednesday in Vegas. So it's just like it's never stopping right about now. It's just keep coming, 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 coming. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they have um they they had no choice if the nba wants to get back on a normal schedule they they had to do something yeah. like this and, and do it so i think that they'll be happy to get back on a normal schedule so this is the price that you have to pay to do that yeah i know it's just that to me and, and believe me i i get it but it's just when you live through when you live through it it's just like wow it's never ending it's just never when ending when do i get a break yeah <laughs> yeah kind of sort of but Mark, I want to uh, thank you for uh, coming on. I want to thank you all for listening. And, Mark, I want to say one thing, though. Like, I, you and I were uh, on the Sixers beat, what, this is our second full-time year together. Second full year, yeah. And, and you yeah. came on last time. And, you know, you've been a, a, a pleasure to work with. And, uh, you know, I know you don't want to, like, go out, like, with a flash, but I just want to tell people that, you know, you know, Mark – uh, is is going to you know he, he's 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 moving on he's he's graduated from the Enquirer he wants to you know do other things and I'm jealous of him because he's like you know able to do that but um I just want to say that you're going to be missed and I really enjoyed working with you and you know I still hope to have you on pod, this podcast or any other podcast you know what I mean just to, to, to talk shop. You know. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great, Keith. It's it's great working. People know all the people that follow you on on Twitter and everything. They they know you're one of the best in the business. And uh, the stuff you did this week, the stories you broke, were, were just really par for the course. It's just just what you do. And and so yeah, any any time you call and I can do it, it'll be a pleasure. Believe me. Yeah, yeah. So how many years you worked at the Inky, my man? What's that? How many years did you work at the Inky? Thirty-seven. Egg, dude. You, you, so you're gonna have a jersey. You're gonna change your your jersey number to thirty. Cause the Sixers gave you a thirty-five, didn't they? Yeah. Come now to... I'll keep it at thirty-five. Brett Brown gave me that, and now both of us are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish you got that. But look, Brett Brown got the that a pretty good buyout, though. Right? Yeah, I wish yeah. I had he did. Mine's a little for a little bit less than ten million dollars. <laughs> so I can see Brett Brown sitting on the beach right about now, talking about life is good. <laughs> life is good. Yeah, yeah, no you, know, you know, drinking a drinking a nice something sweet or something you know strong. But I want to thank y'all for listening. I want to thank you for coming on, and I want everyone to have a blessed day. Peace.